Welcome back to Troubleshooting Agile. Hi there, Jeffrey. Hi, Squirrel. So, as we often do, we're starting with a tweet. This time it's one you found, though. Yeah, that's right. And it, and it wasn't one of yours. <laughs> no. So, I, I was I was reading Twitter, um, which is a habit I'm trying to cut back on, but haven't got there yet. And I came across this, something I found really compelling from someone named Ken Kosienda. Um, Ken, apparently someone who worked uh, at Apple, and he's written a book about his experience um, called Creative Selection Inside Apple's Design Process During the Golden Age of Steve Jobs. But I didn't know that when I saw the tweet. But he, what struck me is he was talking about you know, the, the contrast between what he sees people talking about versus what they did at Apple when they worked on the iPhone. And, uh, and he says this, he says, you know, exactly none of the most common approaches I see tweeted about helped us make the original iPhone. And then he says, you know, do you know what worked? A clear vision, design-led development, weekly demos to deciders who always make the call on what to do next, clear communication between cross-functional teams, honest feedback, managing risk as a function of the rate of actual progress towards goals. And I thought, well, that all sounds great. But then, <laughs> but then <laughs> I read the next uh, tweet in the, in the thread. And of course, link in the show notes. And, and that said, I guess it's tempting to lard on all sorts of processes on top of these simple ideas. My advice, don't. Simple processes can work. The goal is to ship great products, not to build the most complex processes. End. And I thought, wow, <laughs> so right and so wrong at the same time. <laughs> I mean... So, so, so not, not that the goal is to build the most complex processes, but kind of missing what processes are for. Because what I thought was the reason that people have processes is to try to achieve those things that he said worked. I mean, that's, that's, the process isn't there as an end in itself. It shouldn't be anyway. Um, but instead, the process is there to, to check in and say, hey, are we getting the results we want? Is this working for us? And it's the process there to remind us to ask these questions as opposed to just hope you end up with the right dynamics. I mean, hope is great. I mean, if you can, as you know, we've said before, if you can get lucky, I recommend that first. <laughs> but aside from that, the whole point of process is to communicate to people, hey, here's some steps that might help you achieve this end. And and so I really liked the ends that he has in mind. But to, to, to blame processes as somehow an inhibitor to that, I think, is, is, is actually uh, uh, misleading and, and not good advice to people. Now, what do you think, Squirrel? Well, uh, it, it reminds me of my reaction to the book Five Dysfunctions of a Team, uh, which was to throw the book across the room uh, when, I got, <laughs> when I got to the end. Because I kept expecting the part where um, uh, uh, where Lencioni would say how to do the good things that he was describing. Uh, it, it's sort of like saying, well, in order to run a marathon, the first thing you need to be able to do is to run a half marathon in about a, in a little more than an hour. And, and then, of course, in order to be able to do that, it would be really good if you could run a mile in about five or six minutes. And um, <laughs> then if you can do all those things and then add them all up, then what you'll have is a, a way to run a marathon in a world record time. And that's wonderful. It just doesn't tell you a single thing about how to get to be uh, able to run a mile in six minutes or half a marathon in an hour or something like that. It, it doesn't help you at all with how to do it. And the same thing in Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Lencioni just says, 
here's some wonderful things. These are dysfunctions. You shouldn't have them. Make sure you don't. And um, uh, by the way, if you want to learn how to do the first one, which is to uh, increase trust, uh, try um, uh, doing a ropes course. And that was the moment where I threw it across the room. <laughs> Yeah, the, the ropes course has really stuck with you. <laughs> oh boy, has it ever, because it's just so such useless advice for actually achieving the outcome. And the book is so great at describing the outcomes, just like this tweet is sort of a, a, a two-minute version of the same. All these great results, here's what uh, you should be aiming for. Just do these things. But it's like saying, just run the, uh, run the mile in six minutes. Great. If I knew how to do that, <laughs> I would be, I'd be done. Well, actually, he doesn't. He doesn't even say do these things. I mean, the only, the only do this thing he has is you know weekly demos to deciders, which is starting to sound like a process, doesn't it? <laughs> yep. But everything else is like not things you do, but things you have. You know, have a clear vision, have clear communication, have honest feedback. That's great. <laughs> I want. I want to have those things. Tell me what do I need to do to have those things. Oh no, you know that 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 we're not that's not going to be covered here. At least not in this tweet. But once you do, and that's the the problem here. I think this is the the dilemma. Once you do start saying, well, what are the things you do to have honest feedback? You start to have something that looks like a process. Now, I, I want to say at the same time, like I do have a lot of empathy for for Ken's tweet here because it's certainly the case that a lot of people get caught up in the process and they start treating the process like the end goal. And, and you and I have talked about this before about sort of scrum by the book, you know, people who say like, oh, we can't do that. That's not scrum. Uh, whether they're right or wrong, they're missing the point, which isn't to, to be doing scrum, but be shipping software. <laughs> and aiming toward these types of goals that Ken lists, which is fantastic. Not objecting to the goals. It just doesn't go far enough. Just like five dysfunctions of a team or my um, abhor, um, uh, abysmally bad uh, running advice. Um, since I'm not a marathon runner, don't listen to me, but. <laughs> um, also, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to listen to Ken yet on, on these topics. Maybe, maybe if there were more about how to achieve these things, what steps you could take, that would help me more. Well, it's funny. I, I had a strong reaction to this tweet, and I actually did a rare thing, which is I took a screenshot on my phone. Like I thought, I don't want to lose this. And it feels like I feel, felt like, gosh, I should be able to do something with this. Like I want to show it to people. I do want to show people what he said worked. Because I think there's something very valuable in it. I think it's I think it's very valuable as a sort of like, are we achieving this as as an aims as a north star, that we can ask, you know, are we achieving this or are we falling short and where are we falling short and what are we going to do, and iterating our way to it. So there is an element that I I really do like in what he has. If my split times in the mile are are tw twelve minutes, <laughs> I know I'm a long way off running a mile in world or marathon in world record time. Fantastic. But what I need to do to address that is certain types of exercises and stretches and eat certain kinds of foods and, and uh, lift weights with my pinky finger or whatever, whatever I have to do. But that's <laughs> the steps and that's the part that's missing for me. Yeah. And it's funny because actually that's that what I want to do with this ends up becoming a process. <laughs> like once every couple of weeks, let's go ahead and pull up Ken's tweet and say, how are we doing against these goals? <laughs> Which but, would be great. There'd be nothing wrong with that. Exactly. And, and the, step, the steps to achieve things like honest feedback could be things like, well, let's get a piece of paper and let's fold it in half and we'll write our conversation on each side of the piece of paper and uh, analyze it and understand what we can improve. And of course, that's what you and I do and, and what we advocate people do as a process to improve things like honest feedback and clear communication, just as one example. Yeah. And I, and I wonder if in, in reading this, and I'm curious how our listeners think if anyone reads this and think of it as something interesting or exciting or if they think it's boring and obvious. But I, I wonder how many people out there 
if they look at their own process and what they do with their teams, can they articulate what that process is supposed to achieve? Can, can they look at it and say, you know, we do this part of our process to achieve X. Yeah, this is here for honest feedback or, or what. And how often do we measure it and how do we measure it? How do we know that we're getting better? What are our split times? <laughs> That's right. So anyway, that's that was that was the exciting uh, uh, tweet that really s stuck with me, and I wanted to talk about. So uh, uh, interesting to talk. Through. Love to hear what what any of our listeners think about it. Absolutely. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do that very easily at agileconversations.com. If you disagree, hey, you know, if one of our listeners knows a way to produce honest feedback by just being honest in your feedback, I'd love to know about that. That would be great. <laughs> um, if, if it you can do it without a process, if, if Ken is listening to us and says, well, I know how we did that. We just did this. Please come on and, and let us know. <laughs> Send us an email. Uh, you can find us, uh, our Twitter accounts, an email, and lots of other things, free videos, all kinds of good things at agileconversations.com. We'd, we'd love to hear from you, including if you disagree with us or you know a better solution. And, of course, you can always uh, hear us again next week on Troubleshooting Agile. We'll see you there. Thanks, Jeffrey. Thanks, Carl.